Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now fuck him, fuck this, cause I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. Yo. Maestro Styles, Trey Fresh in the building. What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're live on the website. That's barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at barbershopspor2. Also on the Facebook page and on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. If you're a subscriber, make sure you subscribe to the channel right there. Uh, so, you know, it's post-Thanksgiving. Uh, can't go on with the show without kind of recapping how your holiday went, Maestro. What's, what's going on? Hey, uh, much like playing at plates um, and ate them from Friday to Sunday. You said how many plates? Eight? Eight plates. Eight plates? Eight plates between, so I didn't do that much. I didn't go to eight houses, but I did, by the end of the night, ended up with eight plates and ate those plates consistently from Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving doubt, um, and I'm everything good. I, I, mean, I had to, I had a little, uh, a little girl's night out or girl's sleepover at my house, but mm. for the kids, but, you know. But you and, know, and how many stops out of those eight plates? Oh, uh, uh, one, two, three. Three stops. Yes. Three stops. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. Stop. I say, I say, I made out pretty well. What about you? I made out really good, man. Um, so, and we, we really didn't tell nobody that the in-laws came for the weekend. But the in-laws came for the weekend before Thanksgiving, actually, because they came for four days and they left Thanksgiving Eve to go back home. But, man, you talk about turkey, potatoes with the vegetables on the side, with the mac and cheese and the stuffing and all types of, you know, good stuff, man. Uh, we, We were hooked up really well, man. 
and you know I gotta shout out my family too because we did a Zoom call and it was it was really fun. We played some games, which um, you know which is pretty cool and kind of sets up for Christmas because we're gonna be in the same situation again for Christmas. Um, you know, right. being home, not being around family all that much, but. Um, it was it was a good time, man, it, and, and much needed rest too, man. Those those four days uh, make a big difference. Yeah, man. Um, I go. I was off all week, man. So I, I I agree. Yeah, and I got more days coming too. So before the year gets yeah. out, so I got like I got a couple more, just a couple more. But yeah, for sure. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so we were hoping to talk about a game. A particular yeah. game near and dear to us. You're right. Uh, unfortunately, um, my team caught the COVID bug uh, right mm-hmm. after the Titans loss, which, which is was... which is um, which is crazy that the Titans are a part of another, you know, another another uh, what you call it uh, breakthrough outbreak. or outbreak. There you go. It's it's ironic that. You play the Titans after they had their major uh, outbreak, you know, a right. few weeks ago, and you play them again, and here we are at another outbreak. Yeah, yeah, and uh, shout out to the players, and you know, everybody get well soon. For I sure. know J.K. Sure. Dobbins is eligible eligible to play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Ingram is eligible to play tomorrow. I just saw Brandon Williams. Come off the COVID list, but he was injured prior right, to injured. testing right. positive, so he could still be kind of up in the air as far as the injury goes. But he's oh, off the I COVID thought, list for I now. I thought he was out. I thought the last night I saw that he was actually out. Out as far as COVID? No, as far, as, far as, the injury. as injury, he's not playing tomorrow. Oh, okay. If you That's saw, the last thing I thought I read. Oh, okay. If you saw that, it must have been more recent. I haven't checked my phone. Yeah, for yeah. Like, like a couple I, hours. yeah, I've been looking at. It. Yeah, like, you know, while we were getting ready to come on uh, to do the show, mm-hmm. I was scrolling through, uh, scrolling through, and I thought that's what I read. But now you got me um, double-checking. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, but I guess to get to the bigger point on why we're here and why we're at this point, um, man, uh, I'm, I, I got to tell you, I am, I am sick and tired of all the of all the comments about, you know, what happened with us as far as the outbreak. And, you know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm good for good conspiracy theory every now and then, but some of the stuff that I've been seeing over the last few days has just been ridiculous, man. And, you know, I guess we'll talk about the Broncos situation too, with, mm-hmm. you know, not having a quarterback suit up on Sunday. And, you know, that kid hitting like, like that dude just had no shot, man. Um, but yeah. um, the, the, and, that's, the, and, 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 and there's nothing to criticize as far as his him and his play. Right, right. I think everybody expected what was going to happen. You know, yeah. Everybody expected that, but um, but I, I, just, I I'm think sorry, just to give it just to uh, update. Yeah, he's Brandon Williams is out, and uh, DJ okay. Fluker has been down, is questionable. Downgraded to questionable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so to compare these two situations, you got the Broncos situation with the quarterbacks. You got us with the outbreak that wasn't contained for a week up until uh, it seems like 
late yesterday, and then we got some, you know, negative tests today, this afternoon. So, um, I I think what people, and I know there's people out there that's just talking smack, you know, a little back and forth. Everybody's talking about, oh, Harlow went to the office and, you know, was complaining about, you know, whatever, whatever. And, oh, you know, the league is trying to help the Ravens out and, you know, they're trying to screw the Broncos and all and all this, you know, back and forth and stuff. But the reality is, this is just one point, and I'll, I'll say this once. It's about containing this virus, right? So mm-hmm. what happened with the Broncos, and it happened with one position, unfortunately, but I think it was, was it Drew Locke? That tested positive, or was it the other kid, uh, Driscoll? I don't remember which one it was, but um, I if I if I if I had to take a guess, I would say it was Drew Lock based on um uh, Dan Orlovsky's comments towards Drew Lock on the mm-hmm. uh, first take. Or, okay, but yeah. whoever it was, they tested positive, and they found out that it was contract. You know that other these other guys, the quarterbacks, were in the same room as this guy. So they yeah. come off. They put them on the list. They did their contact tracing with the other players on the team, and it turned out that nobody else on the team tested positive for the Broncos. Thus, why this game against the Saints stood pat. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. If as as long as you can contain it, then you're good to go. If you can't contain this virus, which is what happened with the Ravens, every day. There were positive tests Sunday, mm-hmm. Monday, you know, prior to that Friday, Thursday, they, they couldn't contain it. So for people that still are confused about this, this is the difference. It's contact tracing. The Broncos, it just so happened to be one position and it affected the quarterback position, but nobody else on the team caught it. As far mm-hmm. as the Ravens go, you had two running backs test positive at first the next thing you know, Lamar caught it. Then, you know, players on the defense, Judon, McCarvey, um, the center, other guys. I mean, we had 20 guys total, and that includes right. the staff. Well, actually, 20, 23. 23. Uh, according, according, yeah, according yeah. to what I, the podcast I was into this morning, shout out to the Terrence Style podcast, um, 20, 23 was the latest, and that was just and that was Monday. I, mean, I was listening to another episode, so. Yeah. Yeah, that was yesterday. So. It, it, exactly, exactly. So, so you know, h- here we are. You know, this game is tomorrow. I know you. I know the Steelers and the Washington football teams game got pushed to Monday. Yeah, I think like five o'clock. Monday. Yeah. Um, our game against the Cowboys, which was supposed to be this Thursday, is now next Tuesday at eight o'clock, I believe. And I thought it, I thought y'all was playing uh, Monday at five o'clock too. What Pittsburgh was. Oh, they changed that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I I check it to be sure, but I thought for certain that you guys were now officially playing Monday next Monday at five. That was the original postponement. Okay, and then they changed you, it to Tuesday. I guess they want they want the national audience to see all the games. So that that's. Part of why they decided not to run Cowboys Ravens against Washington and the Steelers. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. That was the original slot for that game. It was supposed to be two games Monday five o'clock. Now they push Ravens Cowboys Tuesday eight o'clock. And so you okay. got 
So, so you got those um, games, you know, being moved around. Um, so your, your, your thoughts on just, I don't know, pretty much everything that's, you know, going down, you know, from the time um, this first happened all the way up to this point. Um, man, uh, <laughs> everybody be safe, um, get healthy, no doubt. uh, you know, I really, I mean, really, that's all you can say. I mean, again, this is an outbreak. Um, I understand that you guys are special team coach or somebody in that staff, uh, was penalized. Strength for, and conditioning uh, coach. Strength and conditioning coach. Okay. Um, uh, was penalized for not doing what he was supposed to do uh, as far as whatever the protocol was. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if he's being blamed for the outbreak, but, um, you know, he was certainly fined for that or the team was fined for that. Um, And getting back to the Broncos situation, apparently Drew Locke was not, um, you know, undergoing proper protocol either. So I would expect the Denver Broncos to have a fine coming if, if that's emphatically true. Um, they but, all, uh, to my understanding, they all weren't being responsible. Blake Bortles, Jeff Driscoll, um, yeah. was the fourth guy in there. They they all weren't being responsible. Yeah. So with all that said, man, um, I, I hope people understand that this is real. This is serious. Um, and, and you know, you gotta you gotta follow the protocols. You gotta do what you're supposed to do in order to play football and to stay safe and. Um, you know, not have this be a thing in your clubhouse. Um, all I can really say is, is I hope everybody gets gets healthy soon and that y'all don't spread it, you know, tomorrow when, when we play tomorrow because I get there with no negative tests today and that they're on the plane on the way to Pittsburgh. I mean, it's as serious as when I, uh, again, I'm on Twitter before we start the show, and there is a tracker on the plane. Like, there is a tracker on the plane. We know we're going to know when Baltimore lands in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. That's how serious it is right now. So, um, yeah. you know, obviously this was a primetime Thanksgiving game. Uh, Pittsburgh kind of got like a, a mini unplanned uh, week off because of it. Um, but we got three games in 12 days coming up. So, you know, take what yeah. you will from it. I saw that. I, I, I saw how you guys went from, I guess, three days and, I guess, what, four, was it 16, 18 days or something like that to now it's what you just said. Yeah, yeah well, because it went from, you know, it went from having a 10-day rest, you know, if we played Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, to now, we well, we had maybe a six-day rest, you know, like I said, unscheduled rest, maybe a six-day unscheduled rest. Yep. And then, um, and then we're going right back into the mud. Um, three games in twelve days. Um, three games in less than two weeks. Yeah. Um, it's after it, Monday against Washington, y'all got Buffalo. Buffalo Sunday night. Sunday night. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, look, you know, you know. I mean, I would I would imagine that uh, we're going to get a loss in between one of these three games. <laughs> I would well, imagine that. It's funny. It's it's so funny you mention that because I was just doing a little playoff prediction tracker thing online earlier today, and I noticed that the Chiefs are kind of right on your heels for that number one seed. Yeah, for sure. And looking at their schedule – I'm I'm like man like they could they could literally like run the table and go 15 and 1 
and, and if you guys lose the game, y'all would drop to the two seed. Yeah. So it's so it's almost like paramount. Like if y'all want that one seed, y'all like y'all like gotta go undefeated. Yeah. yeah. It seems that way. It seems that way for certain. Now, now here's um, the here's the one way. Here's the one way that you guys would get the number one seed, and you and Kansas City would have the same record at fifteen and one. Is if that loss comes to and this would be embarrassing, but I would it would have it. to come to the Washington football team. I, and let's be clear, because you know, um, obviously I'm in the DMV, so oh, we're in the DMV, so I've been getting the Redskins trash talk to me all you know, like, pretty much since yesterday. Yep. And um, I keep telling people, like I told Dallas fans when when we played Dallas a few weeks ago, I said I would rather lose to y'all. I would much rather lose to y'all right now or anybody in the NFC for that matter um then you know obviously the Colts or the Bills or the Ravens um so Browns. if I had Browns for certain so if I had to take a loss it would be that loss and I and I'd accept it I, I'd, I'd be happy for football team fans so there you go yeah that, that it, would, it would come down to that scenario if y'all drop a game here and Kansas City just kind of went wins out there so yeah uh, let me say what up to Big Kev 303, uh, resident that? Broncos fan, day one, day one. Um, he's confirmed right. that it was Driscoll on Thursday that tested positive. Okay. Also says that uh, he was not in the meeting with the other quarterbacks on Saturday. Um, so it sounds like uh, Big Kev was not happy about, <laughs> you know, what happened and, what, you know, the decision to sure. keep the game on Sunday. Uh, he says, no reason they could not have moved the game to Monday night. They have all tested negative since then. It would have been If it would have been Brady, Rodgers, or Breeze, no doubt they would have moved that game to Monday. Uh, maybe. Maybe. But, had it been, but isn't it I, – I'm still trying to understand what the protocol is once you test positive. Is it a 10-day wait? Is it a 20 – you know, like once you test negative, you got to wait. It's a 10-day wait. For anyone okay. that tests positive, but right. then after that comes, we got to test everybody else to see if any of these guys have been in contact with the person or people that tested positive. And right. if it turns out that there were other people around and they test positive, now you're talking about potentially postponing a football game, but because it was just the quarterbacks for the Broncos and nobody else on the roster... They said, you know what? Look, we y'all not beating the Saints with any of these quarterbacks. We, we're going to keep the game here. There's no reason to move it. Everybody else is negative. We've contained the virus. Mm-hmm. Let let's get this game out of the way. Sorry, uh-huh. Big Hello. Hello, but yeah, it is what it is. At this point, the game is over, and you know, hopefully, y'all be back next week. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Was, um, it, it did kind of start a conversation about um, having a backup quarterback be on the practice squad, and I've heard that conversation uh, a couple of times in the last few days about, um, like, for example, I think the, was it the Eagles, or I can't remember who signed Josh McCown and put him to the practice squad, but uh, yeah. there was a reason why he was put to the practice squad, it was for reasons like what happened like to the Broncos. Right. So right. at least you got, you know, a quarterback on the squad that could just come in and could actually play a position. 
Yeah, um, uh, somebody in uh, Thomas' press conference the other day asked um, asked about Doug. Uh, apparently, I didn't realize Doug Hodges was on the practice squad, but they asked about, um, you know, bringing Doug Hodges up because, you know, in case something had happened and, um, you know, you know, my, my coach threw the shade. Like, no, nah, we ain't worried about that because I quarterback spot a protocol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's so. funny. It's funny. Uh, Big Kev uh, three hundred three. He says Boyles is the practice squad quarterback. Okay. Oh, so he okay. got the shit on the practice squad. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But he probably was in that room. With those guys. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He so, was in a quarterback. I would imagine it's like a quarterback room where they you know yep. do the things that they do. So yep. yeah. Well, uh, all in all, get well, get well. Bronco quarterbacks, Ravens. Staff and anybody else who is, I mean, James Conner tested positive uh, Saturday. So yeah, Stephon uh, Tewitt is not playing either, right? Uh, Stephon Tewitt, Gerald Hawkins, and um, um, the guy I'm forgetting, but James Conner is, from what I understand, James Conner is positive. Yep. The other guys are all just on the con close contact, um, close contact category. So, yep. um, you know, for all intents and purposes. You know, it's it's affecting everybody in some shape, form, or fashion. So, um, yeah, yeah. special special with, um, prayer to James Conner too, because I understand sure. he formerly had uh, he's a cancer survivor, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. But so. yeah, but it, that um, it's funny. I didn't mean to mention that um, his cancer or former cancer, because he doesn't have it anymore. His former cancer situation. Um, COVID would would have had no effect on that. So, okay, uh, yeah. So somebody did clear that up for me. So it's good. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Um, well, I, I guess we can get into a couple other games. Um, what, what, what game kind of caught your attention on Sunday? Um, caught my attention is a is a very strong word. <laughs> um, uh, I do want uh. I do want to take the time to highlight that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, I, I won't say they're in trouble. That's not a um, – I mean, for God's sakes, they played the Chiefs. Uh, so I won't say they're in trouble. But um, it's it's good – it's a good litmus test as to where they're at because, I, you know, by the – a month ago, I'm saying I was saying these guys are they're going to the Super Bowl in the NFC. They're representing the Super Bowl, right? They're representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, and it seems like since I've said that, they have done nothing. They've done everything to prove me wrong that maybe they're not going to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm still sticking to that, but um, this was a good um, litmus test for the Buccaneers playing the champs, and they are not ready. Yeah, I watched that game, and I I just don't understand how a defense can just continue to play man-on-man against these boys. Um, Tyreek Hill, shout-out to Tyreek Hill, man, 269 yards receiving. What do you have, two touchdowns or three touchdowns or something I like that? I think it was – I want to say it was two, but I, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I – kind of threw me off because you were saying um, why they continue to play man. I, I don't think it was so much that they played man. I, I think I think that um, playing man against Kansas City is probably the better route. I, the problem is that you got to get um, – You got to jam them up, You keep a safety up. 
You got yeah, to well, gym them at the line, though. Like, you can't just... That's the more reason why you need to be playing man-to-man in that zone, though. Right. Because it it's, it's, a, it's a better situation when you... You can press up on them, and, and, and you know what I'm saying. That's that's a man situation instead of instead of pressing them and then going into your zone, pressing them and following him. Mm-hmm. I think you know, particularly Tyreek Hill is a is a better situation. If you sit in, the, if you are a, a defense playing the Chiefs and you got to sit up in the zone and you can't get to the quarterback, it's only a matter of time. He's just gonna keep picking you apart, ten yards, fifteen yards, that type of thing. Whereas, um, you know. Man to man without a safety covering the deep man who obviously Tyreek Hill is that guy, mm-hmm. um, and the faster fastest wide receiver in the NFL right now, like that yeah. that would have been my problem. Like he didn't have a safety over top of him at all. Right, right. And, um, and, yeah, like and, the thing for me, like it's like they didn't adjust to what the Chiefs were doing. Like I, I don't understand the Bucks having trust in their front four to try to, you know, get after Mahomes. I can understand that part of it, but after maybe, you know, the first few drives, you you, you got to do something different because, I mean, your, your, your man's was getting burnt a couple yeah, times on my the problem, touchdowns. My problem is is that you, no, see, you got to keep a safety, you got to keep a safety over Tyreek Hill, period. Excuse me, period. Yeah, like, and, that's, and that's the adjustment they didn't make. Unfortunately, I, I don't even. But for me, Trey, I don't even understand why they didn't think. Like you need to go in the game that way. You need to go in the game keeping the safety over Tyreek Hill. Like mm-hmm. he just—that's how fast he is. Right. You know what he wants to do. He wants to go deep. He don't want to do that. You know, over the middle. He don't want to do the, like he does it. He can do it, right. but he want to burn you. That's what he wants to do. Um. So I. I didn't. I didn't agree with that uh, approach of, um, you know, not keeping a safety up over him. That that's that's just that's just asinine to me. In, in the words of uh, Stephen A. and Skip Bayless back in the day, like that just don't yeah. make sense to me. That's stupid. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I hear you. I, I definitely hear you. It's just Look, that. Carton Davis. Carton Davis is a good cornerback. Um, Tyreek Hill is a different level of speed, though. Yeah, you, but you but you, you you gotta you gotta make the adjustment at some point throughout the game, and I just thought that they just kept running with what you know they were running with you know out there. As far as the offense for the Bucks go, um, I don't know if it's just the fact that they just got too many, and it's, and it's hard to say that because who, who the hell's gonna be mad about having you know too many guys that could do a lot of things with the ball, but. I, I, I got to call out two guys. It's Tom Brady and it's the coach, uh, Bruce Arians. I I, I got to call those two guys out because I think if you're Tom Brady, there's things that you can't do at 43 years old that you was doing when you was 33 years old. If you're Bruce Arians, you can't continue to, and I get that you want to throw the ball deep. You want to throw the ball deep. I understand that. But you as the coach have to understand what you got in a 43-year-old Tom Brady. That dude likes to, he likes to dink and dunk. Like, that's what he was with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So if that's what he was, and that's what he's good at, and he's older, and Bruce Aaron, you're going to have to find a way to mix up, you know, dinking and dunking, the intermediate routes, throwing short routes. Mix that with a little bit of play action. Mix that with a little bit of... Throwing a ball deep, you you got to diversify this offense a little bit more in terms of, you know, how far you want Tom Brady to 
you know, throw the football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Scotty Miller, man. Scotty Miller is being underutilized. And I, and I know that's the last name you're thinking about when you're thinking about this Tampa Bay offense. But Scotty Miller is, the I feel, the underused guy. Um, he 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 needs to be used. He needs to be used more. Um, and and more to your point, um, he shouldn't he shouldn't he should have a Roethlisberger style game this year. Meaning he shouldn't really be holding the ball for longer than three seconds. Like you said, he should be getting rid of it. They got enough talent. Um, in in the skill position, wide receivers, running back, uh, tight ends, that they can get yak. And they should be depending more on yak than uh, getting the yards within the throw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No question about it. And I that's think the other. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's why getting yak. I mean, really, all of them. To, really, all of them to an extent. Um, every Lily. I mean, for certain, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, for certain, uh, Chris Goodwin. Those are guys that are capable of running the ball after the catch. Um, they, that that element of the offense is what needs to be utilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just to add to that, and I, I know that they've been trying to get Leonard Fournette involved with you know catching passes. That's not a very good idea anymore because he's dropped a lot of those short throws from Tom Brady. And if you're going to do that, I would try to get Ronald Jones more involved with that as far as catching out of the backfield. Like if you want to use Leonard mm-hmm. Fournette. Just, just run the ball with that dude. Like he, he's yeah. a bruiser. He can do that. Catching passes out the backfield, I, I'm not so sure. Yeah, uh, on the Chiefs' side, it's real short and simple. Um, they look like the Chiefs are definitely the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, I am at this point, Trey. I am willing to concede that Patrick Mahomes is emphatically um, the MVP top candidate right now. Um, I am at this you. point. It's, yeah, at this point, I'm willing to concede that that that's just what he is right now. The the best in the NFL right now and MVP right now. Um, that could change with another amazing game next week. But right now, in a two week display since we've last had the argument, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely the MVP candidate number one right now. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, and we, you know, I talked about it earlier that you know we looked down the schedule. I mean, they literally just win every game moving forward. I mean, I mean, I think they're two toughest games just in terms of record. You got the Dolphins in Miami coming up, I think, in two weeks. And then after that, you got the Saints in New Orleans. But Drew Brees ain't going to be there. It's going to be Taysom Hill. So you would mm-hmm. figure they're they going to beat the Saints with Taysom Hill at quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and everything I mean, else. Or, or you would hope. I mean, you know. You would hope. I mean, let's be clear. They can lay an egg, and this team is not unbeatable. They're just doing it so well right now. Right, right. And like, and I think you mentioned last week or a couple weeks ago, they're not really blowing a lot of teams out. They're just hanging in there, and when they could strike, they could strike. Um, you know, i.e. Against, o- against the Raiders the other week. And they did that. They did it against somebody else. I, I, I can't remember who, but that that's kind of been their mo all season long. So yeah, sure they could you know have a clunker. Um, I I just don't I just don't see where it's coming from unless it's mm-hmm. a division opponent and it's not going to be the Broncos. I know that it could be it could be the Chargers. Never know, man. I look, never know. That's all I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think from your perspective, I think you're kind of hoping that 
they drop another one just because yeah, they're right on the yeah. heels. Of course I am, but of course I am, but but st- but even if but even if I wasn't a Steelers fan, and if I if I didn't want you know if I wasn't you know obviously fighting for or they were obviously fighting for a number one spot, mm-hmm. um you know the Chiefs just like they gave up one against Oakland, I mean Las Vegas earlier this year, they're they're capable of laying another egg. That that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. They're capable of it. Right, right. Um, and really, they didn't even lay an egg against the Raiders. The Raiders beat them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They they just played a much better... Uh, I think they played perfect against the Chiefs in that first game. Yeah, and, so, and then here's the thing. I don't want to make this Raiders game a, 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 con- a, a conversation. I just mm-hmm. don't. But um, it, it should it should at least be recognized that you know after the the heart you know the heart pulling loss uh, against the Chiefs they come back this week and get blown out. By so, like the Falcons. Yeah. Let's so, be clear yeah. about who it was by now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and again, like I said, they were and, and they were blown out. Let's be very clear what happened. They were blown out. Oh they were, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. I, the the, so, the one highlight I saw where I thought that game turned. Was they were in the red zone, and I think Derek Carr fumbled. Either he fumbled or somebody else on the offense fumbled. And I think from that point on, it was just Falcons all the way after that. that that's a yeah. that's a bad loss for the Raiders. If it's you're a terrible loss, trying terrible to loss. make a playoff push, it's a terrible loss. It's almost it's almost, I mean, because uh, because at the stage they are as a team, you don't know if that's. Their identity, where they can lay a clunker like that against right. a bad team, or if it's an anomaly where they they really are a good team, and you, you know, that caliber team. So you know, there's that. Yeah. Um. The Colts. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I was just gonna make this one comment about the Raiders, and then we can move on. I do get the sense still that if they somehow make it to the playoffs, that I think they're going to give somebody, you know, a good run for their money depending on what their first matchup is because I think clearly they could play with the big boys. I mean, they proved it twice against the Chiefs already. I, I think for them it's just trying to navigate through the season to try to, you know, lock up a postseason spot. And when you have clunkers against the Falcons like they did, it does give you the sense that it's like, well, I don't know about you. You, you know, I, I got the side eye on you. But when you look at some of the other, you know, games they played against, you know, better competition, they're in the games. They're either they losing them close or they're winning them. So yeah. it's not like if they if they make it there, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, count them out because, you know, I have evidence of the Raiders that they could play against the big boys. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Trey. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about them against the Titans right now? The Raiders? Yeah. Oh, I think that's a 50-50 ball game. Just off the break. I, I, I'm leaning towards the Titans right now. And, and I know because I, I I'm, 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 you know, reneging on – you know the Titans not being a serious team. You know, two. You know, I said that two weeks ago, and yep. and was essentially trying to bury the Titans. But mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is here now. <laughs> um, that's a big win. <laughs> yeah, well, no, like, no, no. He was playing. Let me clear. Let's be clear. He was ball. He's been balling all year, mm-hmm. but he's officially hit the second gear. 
the second gear is there now. Oh, gear's so different. That, no question about yeah, it. The, the gear's he's, different. He's in, He's in that second half gear that he's known for doing that, you know, as in his career. He's in that second gear right now. Just mm-hmm. so happened that, every, you know, earlier, just so happened that he wasn't, like, uh, non-existent in the first half of the NFL season. Yeah. But right now, he's officially in playoff mode right now. With what he did to Ravens and what he just did to the Colts, he's here now. Mm-hmm. He is officially in playoff mode. So, um, I, tell, I tell you straight up and down, A.J. Brown is, is turning up a little bit. That dude, that dude is a monster, man. Like I don't, I've been on this guy for so long. Like I, I knew that this kid was, was going to elevate his game at some point. And yeah, it helps that Derrick Henry's running a rocky the way he's running it. But there's something different about AJ Brown right now compared to Let last year. The Titans don't. The Raiders don't beat the Titans right now. Yeah, I mean, I could. I mean, I don't have no argument against that. And I just. I, I just it's, think right now, and it's, and it's a good chance based on seasons where we at, just where we at right now. Mm-hmm. It's a good chance that the Titans got to see, might have to see Vegas. Oh, or of course, Vegas might have to see the Titans in the first round. That's a pro, that's a probability right now. Um, so now, now at this point, just based on what I'm seeing from the Titans in the past two weeks, yep. Um, I don't know if the Raiders can play with them. Well, because they, here's, they're angry. Here's here's where I give the Raiders. And, and like I said, I, I, I think it's 50-50 right now, and here's the reason why. Here's where the Raiders can have success against Tennessee. Tennessee's third down efficiency on defense getting off the field. The Raiders have been so excellent on third downs. Derek Carr has been great at third down conversions this season. And if you're going up against that defense in Tennessee, and we've seen it. I mean, your team has seen it. My team has seen it. They can't get off the field consistently on third down. So if you're the Raiders and you've got this offensive line that, you know, gives the quarterback time, that that's what's going to help keep the Raiders in a game like that. Now, on the other side of the ball for the Raiders on defense, yeah, Derrick Henry's going to slice them up pretty good. There's no, there's no question about that. Like, like I think Derrick Henry's worst game against the Raiders potentially could be like a like a hundred and twenty yard game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that like that could be a a, a slow game for Derrick Henry. Is rushing it'll, 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 yards. Be, it'll be a hundred twenty yard game with three touchdowns, though. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Um... Um and just and just to give and just to give you a step, um, the Titans got off the field last week or this past week against the Colts. Yeah, they, uh, different different kind of, different kind of offense. Um, the the quarterback for and I know Rivers has had a couple of good weeks, but the the, the quarterback is questionable at times. So. Um, yeah, sure, sure. They 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 had a, they had a good game against the Colts. Um, I, I was um, actually happy that they beat the Colts. To be honest with you, yeah, that defense that defense looks. I mean, it, I, what I'm saying is is that the Titans are looking. The Titans look like the better team right now. I, I now at this point, and I'm and, and I'm being a little bit. I, I know I'm being. If you call me a prisoner of the moment, I would have to accept it because I've been switch, switch, switching every week. We're but, all prisoners um, of the moment. Yeah, but right now, 
Um, I I don't I get playing with. I I I believe speaking in absolutes because it don't matter no way. Um, Vegas can't beat the Titans right now. If playoffs, if if playoffs, and I know people hate that quote, that, that phrase. The playoffs started today. Vegas is out of here. It's going to be a decisive win. The Titans are going to beat the Vegas Raiders decisively. So you I okay? So I, I think that's where we differ. So you think it's decisive? I kind of think it's. I think if the if the you Titans think Vegas win, got a shot of winning. I think they have a shot of winning, but I also think that the Titans can beat the Raiders. I just don't think they're going to blow them out. I, I, ju- I just don't think it's. Well, I'm not saying blowout. Decisive. I'm not saying blowout. I'm just saying decisive. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't, either way, whether it's a whether it's a blowout or it's decisive, I I don't think it's going to be that against the Raiders. I, I think I think the Titans are going to have to fight to beat the Raiders. The, the way the teams, you know, well, the way the teams are right now, and I know it's hard to say coming off of a a bad loss to the Falcons, but I think we've seen evidence that the Raiders can hang with the big boys. So I'll I'll hang on my evidence for that and hope that that Raider team in Atlanta doesn't show up in the playoffs because they're not going to mm-hmm. see the Falcons in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Sure. They're not going to see those, you know, those like, bad teams like that are just trying to scramble for a win. So. But it's not like we're talking about the Falcons as being a good team. This was a bad loss. No, absolutely. But yeah. I, I think the fact that they're not going to see those types of teams in the playoffs, I think that's going to help the Raiders because I think the Raiders have this mindset that, okay, these are the big boys now, and you saw what we did against the Chiefs. You know, you, you saw what we did against the Saints earlier in the season. So, you know, let's, you know, it, it's go time. I, I, I think I, 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 will, I will bet my money that the Raiders right now in a playoff situation, they will be ready to play. They, 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 they're not going to get blown out the water. They're not going to be beaten decisively. To just use your word, decisively. Okay. They're not going to be beaten decisively. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I think but I do. But I'm with you. I'm with you about Derrick Henry, though. They're in playoff mode right now. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. That's, a, that's a dangerous team right now. If you, you know, let it, let it get to a divisional round against that team against somebody. That that that, yeah. that 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 that's gonna be a tough out. Like I said, I said this right now. If they gotta see, if they gotta see, if Vegas has to see Tennessee in the wild card, Tennessee uh, Vegas is done. First round out. Yeah, that's I, why I, I see it. I, I, I can see it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so uh, I'm trying to think. Was there any other like bad losses o- over the weekend? I'm sorry, because uh, well, I, I, I I usually do my list of games here. I, I, I'm kind of unprepared well, me, for this. Let me let me uh, let me let me scroll through here real quick. Um, bad losses, bad losses. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. It is not looking like nothing. That's crazy. I mean, every, everybody else seemed the Rams. Rams took a bad loss. Oh no, Maestro, Maestro. I just thought about it and. And, and and it's and it's best that based on what our conversation was on IG Live last week, you have you have to call out the Arizona Cardinals. And um, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I get that it was a missed field goal. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I feel, and I, and let me tell you why I feel, and why I still stand by what I said. 
Um, in 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 reference to that being a bad loss by the Baltimore Ravens, and this being an okay loss for the Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals are not a good team yet. They had no expectations coming into the season. We still don't really have expectations coming into the. We didn't really have expectations. We didn't have. I, I think you may have picked the Cardinals to win a division on a on a on a whim at the beginning of the year. I nobody picked the was picking to make the playoffs. Okay, yeah. But this is not a, this is, the Cardinals. The Cardinals are not a team. Like even though they're playing good football, I'm not. Uh, and they're over 500. I think they. They they actually have a, yeah, they're over five hundred. They're over five hundred team, but they are not a good or they're not a um they're not a Ravens caliber team. That's okay. best what I said. They're I not agree. a Ravens I, caliber team. Okay. So so um they don't they're not as talented as the Ravens as the Ravens on paper. Um Defensively, for certain, they're not as talented as the Ravens on paper. And really, and when you and when you talk about the Cardinals and their offense, you're talking about Callum Murray. You're talking about DeAndre Hopkins. You're not talking about anybody else. Where the Cardinals' success this year is solely based on the fact that I don't want to say solely, but majority based on the fact that Callum Murray was playing like an MVP at some stage of this season. Right. That's the Cardinals' success this year. The Ravens on the so them them losing to the Patriots um, when Bill Belichick just took away Kyler Murray. I, and, I, I, and I'm only assuming that because I didn't watch the game. I, I know Stephon Gilmore shut down DeAndre Hopkins. I know that for a fact. I saw it on the stat line. Hmm. But um, but this is not this is not this Cardinals loss is not the Ravens loss. This is not the same thing because the Ravens are a Super Bowl contender team with an MVP quarterback coming off a 14-2 and season and we're expected to be in the Super Bowl conversation coming into this year. Yeah, I, I disagree with certain parts of the argument. While there weren't, I guess in the media's terms, I guess there wasn't big expectations for the Cardinals. Um, no, 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 but, hold on. Don't, let me stop you right there. I want to be very clear. Yeah. Not just the media. If you know, if you're talking sports, unless you're a Cardinals fan and you got a, a wing, you one of those, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, Cardinals fans or, or football fans of, you know, team fans of your team that just say, you right. know, unobjectively that, you know, the Cardinals are the best team and we're going to the Super Bowl this, that, and third. Those are the only guys that had that had the Cardinals even winning the division, which, by the way, they're not there. I'm just saying, if you said the Cardinals was winning to the Super, going to the Super Bowl or you looked at them on paper and said this is the type of team that could win the Super Bowl, you are an unobjective football watcher. You had, we had no – the masses, not just me, masses football watchers and people across the world have no expectations for the Cardinals to do anything except maybe make it to the playoffs. Well, I think the majority of folks didn't have the Cardinals in, but there were some people that, um, including myself, there were some people that did pick the Cardinals to make the playoffs as a wild card. I, I never said that they was going to win the division, nor did the people that I heard you know, predict that the Cardinals were going to, you know, do something this year, win the division. But there was certainly a, 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 just an uptake of expectation, not not Super Bowl caliber expectations, but uh, expectation I mean, that they were going to be that they were going to be better than five eleven, 
from last year, whatever whatever their record was last year. The but they're already was, that right now. What's that? But they're already better than five and eleven now. Right. So, but here's my thing. Okay. At, at some at some point at some point during the season, it can't it can't just be the day after week seventeen. All of a sudden, oh, this team's here. You know, we watch out for the Arizona Cardinals. Like it it, it can't it can't just be that. The team you have to go through the season, and as you could as you get win upon win upon win, as you get through opponents, whether they tough, whether they're not as good. At some point, if you're a team that's trying to get to a certain level, you have to build that throughout the season. Like we, we have to like at some point we have to determine throughout the year, and that could be week six, it could be week twelve, it could be you know it could be week eight, for, you know, for whatever. At some point, we, we're gonna have to label these guys as okay. This is this is a playoff caliber type of team i can't i can't mm-hmm. label them that you know after game 256 I, I i can't i can't do that after the resume that they put together up to this point i mean they beat the yeah they beat the seahawks which was a, they beat a, a, teams which, they yeah beat teams they they beat but they've also good... lost to the, they've also but they've also lost to the dolphins and the panthers so sure, you know, and sure. the Lions, and the Lions for that matter. So, sure. with, so, uh, so again, my point. So again, my point is, is that okay? The Ravens are solidified in who they were solidified coming into this year on who they were as a team and who and and relevant to other teams in the NFL. Sure. I mean, let's be very clear. It was the Chiefs uh, and the Ravens, one and two. Sure. That's who. That's who it was in the NFL, not just the AFC. In the NFL, it was Ravens. I mean, Chiefs won, Ravens two. So okay. okay. So Ravens can I ask you a question? So sure. Can I ask you a question based off mm-hmm. of that statement. So yep. it's it's after week twelve. Um, right now, right now, let's we'll, we'll talk AFC since you mentioned Chiefs and Ravens. Right now in the AFC, who who are the big boys right now? The Chiefs and the Steelers. Chiefs and the Steelers. Okay. Yes. The Steelers. The Steelers had to generate. Steelers had to develop that momentum throughout the year to get to that status. Let me be, let's be very clear on by, about why the Steelers are the big boys. They're undefeated. It's not because their play has been so much greater than everybody else's. The Steelers are number two because they're undefeated. If the Steelers were a good team and undefeated, then I would put them above the Chiefs. I'm not, I don't mean good team like they're a bad team. They're not. They're not clicking like the Chiefs are clicking right now. The defense okay. may, you know what I'm saying, but so, you know the Chiefs. The Chiefs are winning. The Chiefs are uh, what's the record? Ten and one. Yep. Chiefs are ten and one doing it the same way they did it last year. So, right. for all intents and purposes, the Chiefs are on, are rolling, are clicking on all cylinders. Of course, you can find flaws, but they're clicking all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, um. We coming fresh off, you know, not having a quarterback all year, and we undefeated. Like, we still, like, Ben Roethlisberger had, had terrible games this year. The defense has given up uh, uh, two or three bad rushing, uh, bad rushing uh, events on defense, and mm-hmm. in pretty much every single game, we give up at least one splash play over 30, 40 yards. So sure. we have our, we have our, we're not playing the, 
Pittsburgh Steelers aren't playing the best football in the NFL to be number two in the NFL. Right. But you have to respect the fact that we are two and zero. Oh. I mean, ten and zero. Oh, I'm sorry. Sure. Uh, no, I, I I get that part. So that's about the, it. so that's the difference. That's the difference between uh, the Steelers and say the Ravens. Like for all intents and purposes, if you look at it on paper, I get that we beat y'all and you know that. But if you looked at it on paper, and I remember in in um fourth season, I told y'all we was going twelve and four, and y'all was like laughing, like you serious? You know what I'm saying? Because the Ravens on paper and based off of their prior year, we the Ravens were supposed to be the better team. Sure. So my so, question, so my next question ahead, is this: um, so let's 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 say y'all lose to the Washington Football Team. Is that mm-hmm. a bad loss? That's a bad loss. Yes. Okay, so why is it not a bad loss for the Cardinals against the Patriots? Because the Cardinals don't have the same. The Cardinals aren't in the big boy conversation with the Steelers. But going, in, but coming into the season, there weren't expectations for both of those teams. Yeah, but now the expectations are on the Steelers because they're ten and zero. We haven't lost a game this year. So it's so it's still it's the whole under. So for you, just so I understand, for you, it's the whole undefeated part that gets I them over the top. Yeah, that that's why we're the second best team in the NFL. Not because we. Okay. Not because, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm is, just I'm just not using that as a gauge as to who's the you know who's the big boy. Who should you lose to? Who you shouldn't lose to? But we agree I, the Cardinals are a big boy team, right? Huh? No, yeah, I'm we, not labeling them a big boy team. Okay, I'm, I'm 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 saying that at some point throughout the year, we we just have to recognize that okay, this team is it. They're a playoff team at this point, and and once you get to a it's, point to where, uh, hold on, Trey, maybe that's a little fat right now. It's six. No, no, that's that's a fact. That, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. I I have confidence they're getting in the playoffs because I, I I don't believe in the Bears and I don't believe in the Vikings. That's just that's just my sure. opinion. And I, I know that other people will you know tell you different. I know you'll yeah. you'll tell me different. But I at, look, I agree with you that they'll make the playoffs, but that isn't solidified. That is solidified. We're not talking. It's not like we're talking about. Uh, uh, you know, a, a four and three team, or, or or two, a three and two team. We're talking about, uh, we're talking about. Oh, we're almost at three quarters of the season. Like we're going into three quarters of the season, right. and the it's not like it's not like the like the Steelers at this point. I know mathematically they're not solidified, but right, like next week we could be solidified. Tomorrow we could be solidified in sure. the playoffs. Next week, sure. um, the Cardinals are not, and and in no, like in fact. They're not guaranteed a playoff spot right now. Like, like in no stretch of the imagination, that conversation that the Steelers have right now about their playoff chances isn't the same conversation that the Cardinals are having right now about their playoff yeah. chances. So there's a there is a expectation if we're just talking about this season. There's expectation based on where the Steelers are in their um in the year and where the Cardinals are in their year that you can gauge. Okay, the Patriots could could steal this game. The Patriots could have still. I didn't pick the Patriots, but yeah, you, I'm not you surprised. Picked, you picked the Cardinals very confidently last week. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> but that is, but that don't mean that the Patriots couldn't beat the Cardinals. 
And if, and if I'm being 100% clairvoyant, when I got off the live that day, I, I, I looked at my, um, you know, the uh, pick sheet that we do in the private uh, joint that, man, if I pick the Patriots, I might get a hit. I might get another game ahead because nobody's picking the Patriots. Right. That didn't cross my mind. I didn't right. go with it, but damn. And, but and, damn see, the- and see, that's why I hesitated. And I know you threw a little joke in there about, well, you think Belichick is just going to take Kyler Murray out the game and da 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 da. That's why, and, and not that he did that on Sunday, because I don't believe he took Kyler Murray out the game. They took DeAndre Hopkins. They took DeAndre Hopkins out the game. But that still speaks to what Belichick still can do at this point with the roster that he has. That's why I was very that's why I was very hesitant about picking the Cardinals when we were on IG Live that day. Because I was like, but, see, uh, but see, I'll, if, I'll go with the better player. I'll go with the better player. So you still, so you still, but you stand by that that's not a bad loss. The Ravens wasn't a bad loss. I stand, I, I stand by that it's debatable whether it's a good loss or whether it's a bad loss. If you look at it from the Patriot perspective, they still have one of the greatest coaches of all time. And even yeah, though but- we know that the roster is depleted, particularly on defense, we know he has a history of playing us. We, we, yeah. we know this. He has yeah, a history but, of playing this Ravens football team. But but the thing is, is that if you're talking about his history and his ability to take out take your number one guy, if it's Lamar Jackson, then um if it's Lamar Jackson then then he should you know, Lamar Jackson running the ball, then he shouldn't be able to then if Lane should be able for for Dobbins or whoever back I guess I guess it was Gus Edwards that week. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Mark Andrews was not a factor. You know what I'm saying? Like, there were other parts. And then on top of that, then on top of that, y'all got ran on by Damian Harris, who had who probably had Yeah, his, we got his, ran on because we didn't have our two best run stuffers. Brandon Williams was out. Um, what's that his name? Excuse, Calais that Campbell was out. That was an excuse when y'all ran for 300 yards on Pittsburgh. That was an excuse. What's that? That was not an excuse when y'all ran for 300 yards on Pittsburgh. No, no, See, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the Patriots running on us. I know they, exactly what you're saying. You're saying that a, a team a team that should dominate the run run didn't dominate because their two biggest pieces were missing. So my right. rebuttal to that is, is that in Pittsburgh, when y'all ran for 300, almost 300, right. our top two nose tackles were out. Tyson yeah, and, yeah, and, I, and I, I, won't, I won't, you know, I'm not going to – you know, give you burn for that. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. No, no, for no, no, that. no. I'm giving us burn for that. You should, and you should give because to be clear, and look, it's not. And back going back to the Ravens, yep. the Patriots are not a good running team. I know because I got the starting running back on my fantasy team. Damian Harris is not a dominant running back, and I, and I get they split carries between White and and uh, Burkhead. Yeah, and I was gonna say they, they split carries, and if nobody you look at their stats. They're at their top ten in rushing right now. Yeah, as a team, but no, and but no, right, as a it, team, as a team, is that is that a fact? They're a top ten rushing team. Yes, yes, yeah. And so I, I, if that's the case, then that means every, but that, but that means that means that everybody's getting thirty and forty yards a game. So it's not like nobody's dominating. So y'all had one guy dominate, and then the, and the only key play was a flea a flea flicker. Yeah, on that and, flea flicker. And who who called that? <laughs> yeah, of course, play, coaches call plays, but players make plays, and y'all didn't make plays. That's a bad loss. 
But I I digress. I don't want to go back. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are where you're at with it. I'm I'm where I'm at with it. Um, but that I think we both agree that um, as as far as the Cardinals go, um, right now at six and five, um, I I, I think they're still going to go to the playoffs. Um, yeah. But they're not. But it's a guarantee. Uh, it's it's not a, it's not a guarantee. But I think I think when they were what were they? I think they were like six and three. I don't remember what their record was two weeks ago. But I, I think they were six and three. They were coming yep. off of the hail mary against Buffalo, yeah. and yeah. they they lost the yeah the Patriots lost, and then whoever they lost to last week, I think it was Seattle. They lost to um, at six and three. I, I solidified them. I'm like, hey, you six and three. You got Kyler Murray. He's an MVP candidate. Hey, y'all, look, the expectations as the season goes along, those expectations start to rise a little bit. It can't just yeah. rise after week 17. It's got to rise nah. at some point in the middle of the season. But it, but it didn't really rise because you already had them going to the playoffs anyway. So where did it really rise to? You already had them in the playoffs before any of this. So where did the expectations rise to? Yeah, but you said but you said the masses didn't really consider this team. They didn't any anything. That's why I'm saying that the Patriots ain't a good. The Patriots ain't a bad loss for the Cardinals because there was no expectations. But if you Troy Frazier had expectations in the beginning of the year, you said you expecting you their expectations levels to rise as they were six and three and doing the right thing. to the masses to the masses. I'm sorry if I didn't clear that up. To, oh, okay to, to no. the masses. Well, I can't, speak for, I can't speak for the masses. I can speak for Maestro. Um, my expectations didn't change. My 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 projection for the Cardinals didn't change. They were just a playoff team. What what you said? You said they were a playoff team. Um, I I don't remember. I I, I, I think I might have put them in the wild card at like the seven. Okay. 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 Yeah, so my expectations didn't rise for them because of that six and three record. Um, I they looked like a team that was playing good football, like. Cause what's the next? Cause what's the next expectation? Um, after if they were six and three, I didn't think they was gonna go to the conference championship. No, no, I, I, I didn't think that. This was a team that was. This was probably. This is a probably a. This is probably a one and done team. I, I yeah, I I expected unless unless they get to face the winner on the NFC East, they right. were gonna be they were gonna be out the playoffs. Right. Because anybody else they faced in the first round, they would get knocked probably, out. But if they, they if they somehow got that five spot, I I, I would have gave them a great chance of going right. to the I next round. In the East. Right. Yep. Yep. And, and and speaking of the East, uh, how about the boys, man, up uh, right. in Washington, man? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, man, Alec, Anthony Gibson and Alex Smith and uh, Terry McLaurin. Bad is team that's cowboys like like you know like i'll say this i'll say this um and we just and Danny, we're just talking in the context of the nfc east we know right. these teams are bad but i'll say just... this and i'll say this and i'll make it quick then with yeah, yeah. danny with, with the with daniel jones injury and i don't know how bad it is um things are looking up for the redskins because yeah. Carson Wentz keeps turning the ball over. I'm sorry, not the Redskins, the football team. Carson Wentz keeps turning the ball over. Yeah. Um, Dallas is, you know, for all intents and purposes, they're they're probably done this year um, because this is a game they should have won if they weren't done. Ezekiel Elliott is tugging at his hamstring again. He's still fumbling. Like, Dallas mm-hmm. is – and so 
only teams left is the football team. So it's looking good for them in that sense. Um, but, hell, if Cole McCoy come in and start managing, Wayne Gallman at running back ain't terrible in the defense isn't bad in um, in New York. So, you know. Yeah, they, they got some tough games, though, too, man. I mean, yeah, everybody right. in that division's got some tough games coming. Right. You so know, it's like, just you know, it's just a matter of who gets the six or seven games first. And, um, yeah. you know. <laughs> I and was people, seriously joking about six wins. Winning yeah, this division. And people already. I mean, football fan, but people are already telling me that still is going to lose. Like, a nigga called, a nigga called me. Nigga don't call me for nothing. Nigga called me today. It was like, yeah, hey, by the way, um, so just so you know, the uh, the fourteen plan is still is on uh on, on Monday at five. Y'all know y'all losing, right? And I was like, oh, all right. And he was like, all right. And he hung up the phone. That's all he had to say. That's all he had to say. He just wanted to let me know that the football team was going to be Pittsburgh. And I keep telling people, I'm like, all right, I mean, I don't see it happening. But if you do, I would rather lose to y'all. I would rather lose to y'all. So I was going to say, that's, that's, that's the, best, that's the best case scenario yeah. in getting that And I'll take, all the, I'll take all the heat. Oh, that's a terrible loss by the Steelers. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't feel bad about it yeah, at all. That, that'd be an embarrassing loss, but it would help. If that's the one loss you guys get, right? And the Chiefs, you know, finish out, and y'all tied at fifteen to one, y'all still get that tiebreaker because of the better conference record. Better conference, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hey, it is it is what it is. Hey, yep. Ezekiel Elliott, right? So, in, in the midst of all this, you know, the game, you know, between the Ravens and Steelers getting moved with all these days and all this stuff. Um, it's so ironic that you and I are in this fantasy football matchup this week, and I need a W. I need a W to make the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. And I know you got Roethlisberger, you got Ebron, you got the defense, and I think you got the kicker in your lineup as well. Yep. And yep. I'm up by like 30 points, and I'm just – Yeah, you're going to lose. I'm, I feel I'm like you're going to lose. Like, I'm just like, yeah. man, like I'm, I'm trying to get some more from these guys in my lineup. Man – it, it, it might be a rat, bro. It, <laughs> yeah, I, I won't. I won't. Um, yeah, I won't stress the person, but I, I really regret putting him back in. You know, uh, the only reason I put him back in because I Ooh. took him out last Ezekiel Elliott. I uh-huh. put Ezekiel Elliott out last week because he just wasn't doing nothing. And then last week was the week that he decided to have a good game, a decent game. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, all right, maybe back. Put him back in against the football team. And then he go right back to being trash. So and then and now I'm suffering for it because I had a running back that would have gotten me better numbers this week. Yeah. Um, and you know here we are. So. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I end up taking Zeke right back out next week. So. Yeah, I felt a similar way, and it's not the same because these two running backs aren't the same. But Frank Gore really like pissed me off the other week when I finally just decided, you know what. All this dude is doing is just getting carries and yards. Like he's not even scoring touchdowns. So I drop him, and then what did the Jets decide to do? Hey, let's give him the ball at the goal line, and he scored yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. And I'm just throwing my hands up because that was a matchup that I could have won in fantasy last week had I not cut Frank Gore out of my lineup. Yeah, yeah. Fantasy football is a weird thing, much like uh, everything in 2020, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a terrible um, fantasy year. I think I had um, one more NFL game that 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 thing. Um, somebody else had a loss that we needed to talk about. Um, 
let me oh um how do you feel about the rams losing to the 49ers i get they split the series i i get all that but here's the thing um mm-hmm. <laughs> we was just just last week we was talking well you were talking about the rams you know you might have to put the rams up with the big boys and you know i was trying to convince you out of yep uh, you know, no, the Rams ain't a big boy, and here we are. They lose. This is not a game you lose at this stage of the season if you were a big boy team. Yeah, I, I gotta say consistent. So this is a bad loss for the. I'm about to call them St. Louis. This is a bad loss for the LA Rams. Yeah. Um, the 49ers are a banged up football team. This is a team that right now can't even play in their own stadium because of the Santa Clara County restrictions that there's no professional sports, there's no football, no high school sports, no college right. sports over the next three weeks. So now they got to play in the Cardinal Stadium for yeah, the right. home Arizona. games coming up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I'll be honest with you, I thought what would have made more sense was if they played where the Oakland Raiders used to play at, which is right across you know the bay from them. I don't know why that wasn't uh, an option, yeah. but that's either here nor there. But yeah. the Rams... Um, losing this football game is 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 a terrible look on the resume of the now what seven and four Rams Just right now seven and four. It's on a, yeah, they yeah, they this look good. Oh, I didn't hear you. You you can't it's like, are you? No, nah, I said this don't look good. Ain't another way to slice it. This don't look good for the Rams if they if they are. A uh, a black horse team to make it to the conference final or the Super Bowl or however um, you look at their projection because they you know they have a winning record. Mm-hmm. Um, this is good. This, they look they look like just another team that you know that make the playoffs, maybe get out of the first round, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel I know we had this conversation about um, them. We talked about you know, how they would look against the Packers and Seattle yeah. and some of these other teams that's got, you know, elite quarterbacks. I'm I'm still stuck on the fact that they got a guy on defense, they being the Rams, that they got a mm-hmm. guy on defense that can wreck an entire offensive game plan all by himself um, and, and, and win a football game. I mean, we, 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 we've seen it. And win a football game? And win, a, and win a football game, yes. Sure. Yeah, and, and let's be clear, I don't disagree with you. I, what I will say is is that they lost to an inferior team with that same guy at, at defensive tackle, that same shutdown cornerback at, in, in the secondary and in a litany of other skill positions on the defensive end. Um, not to mention uh, a good wide receiver core, um, they're getting decent running back play. I won't say they're getting good, but they're getting decent enough running back play. Yeah. Um, it's not Todd early, but it's still some decent. They're getting decent running back play yep. between uh, Cam Akers and um, um, Henderson. There you go. Um, this is a bad loss, and, 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 and you really got to put it in perspective. Right now, when, you put, when you're trying to put them amongst the NFC, they, I, don't, they, I don't know if they beat the Seahawks. I know they beat them um, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're beating the Saints if Drew Brees in the playoffs. If Drew Brees is there, right. and they're certainly not beating the Packers in the playoffs. Well, well I, I I can't say that for certain. If uh, as far as the Packers go, I, I I can't say that they're definitely not beating the Packers. I mean, we've seen we I mean we seen it last year in the NFC title game 
where the Packers go roll into San Francisco and they just get their asses. This is a different. This this yeah, you can't compare that. You can't compare the Rams team to the 49ers team of last year for a few reasons. Um, one, uh, that running game was elite in San Fran last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this running game is elite in in uh, in. Uh, in LA. Um, right. You're talking one side of the ball, and I agree with you there. But talk I mean, about the other side, but talk about the other side of the ball. What happened when Aaron Rodgers was out there? Against an elite defense. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the Rams aren't an elite the elite um I'll ask the question. Who's a better defense? This the Rams defense of this year or of San Fran defense of last year? I think the Niners as a collective of players exactly. on defense is a better defensive unit right. than right. the Rams. Right. But they got a guy. And and really, when you look at the secondary, Jalen Ramsey's say. back there too. So not only yeah, do you, you got just, him, you just, got Aaron Donald. I mean, come on. Those are guys or are, are at an elite level that could that could change the game plan. Like yeah, but I, I can't I can't scoff away from that. You can scheme, but you but see, and it's it's, it's uh, defensive. I get Aaron, I get Aaron Donald's dominance. Um, you but if you're a good, coach, you can scheme. You can scheme away from Aaron Donald. You just can. Um, particularly if you particularly if you're the Packers, where um, it's not like you got a guy. Um, like okay, you can you can put uh, Ramsey on on Adams and and possibly shut him down if. If Ramsey follows them, mm-hmm. but um, you want to tell me that Aaron Rodgers ain't got the capability to get it to those other no-name guys, Kenton and Aaron Rodgers, has the, Aaron Rodgers has the capability of making those other guys make plays. Aaron Rodgers also has the capability of getting knocked down, getting sacked, getting. Like destroyed the way he got destroyed against the San Francisco 49ers. I'm, I'm only basing it, but I'm basing it on this season right now when Aaron Rodgers is in, is in MVP conversation right now. Sure, sure. How they don't. Sure. I mean, you, you can talk about last year, and yes, they got their asses handed to him last year. Aaron Rodgers MVP level right now. I don't think the Rams. You know, I, I don't. I, I don't think the Rams beat him. Period. Okay. No, I mean that's I mean and that's debatable, but I'll, I'll I'll go as far as beyond last year. Aaron Rodgers has had some brutal losses in the playoffs over his career against sure. teams that you go up against a front, you know, four front seven, you know, he, he's going to kill. I mean, there's, there's evidence people, of that. How many people playing better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers right now? Two, right? Maybe three. Maybe three. Maybe three guys. Maybe. Maybe, maybe but I, but I'm confident in two. Maybe, yeah, I, like, I, would, I would say three guys are better than Aaron Rodgers right now. No, I'm not playing better than Aaron Rodgers right now. You got three playing guys? Better, playing better than Ooh. Aaron Rodgers. Patrick but Mahomes. How, but how many times have we said that throughout his career? Yeah, with the running game and a decent defense, though? With the Packers having a running game and a decent defense? You're right. How many times have we said that about Aaron Rodgers with a running game and a decent defense? Uh, not many times. They had that last year, too. Aaron Jones, that, I don't know if that defense was a decent defense last year. They're doing a lot. They're doing very well this year. Uh, they were doing very, very well this year. They were doing very well last year. 
They yeah, were talking, I, they were they were talking about Preston Smith and the Sedarius Smith last year. They're talking about him again this year. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't be talking about the same. And again, and again, well, here's what I'm saying because <laughs> mm-hmm. we 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 could we could shoot it back and forth and yeah, come yeah, I'm, I'm here for it, man. <laughs> yeah, but it ain't no point to come to the same conversation of who you know. Here's there's not many people playing better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers right now, and this is probably one of the more balanced teams he's had all across the board, team-wise, offense, defense, special teams. Um, whereas, and uh, if we're talking about the Rams, we don't trust Jared Goff. Um, and yes, the defense is elite, but the, no, let me say, yes, the players, the two players on that defense are elite, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, but there's other ways to scheme around that defense and be successful, which is why we're talking about the 49ers beating the Rams in the first place. Mm. Would you say... And we and I get that the Rams don't have the same players that they had two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. But would you say that the Rams' style of play on both sides of the ball this year is comparable to their style of play a couple of years ago? That formula, comparable, comparable yeah, com- comparable, yeah. That, yeah, that formula. Sure. Okay. That formula hasn't changed much. Yeah, for certain. Okay, it hasn't okay. changed much. Because but- last year, last year they didn't have that winning game. And that's why they were where they were last year at right. nine and seven, and you know not the expectation. You believe the Rams are a Super Bowl team? Right now, I think they are. I think they are. I think I think the two guys on defense offsets the deficiencies of Jared Goff one and two. Wow! It offset it offsets what the other teams in the NFC bring to the table as far as the quarterback position is concerned. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, we disagree there. Um, I, I don't got nothing else in the NFL. I do. Um, if you don't have anything else in the NFL, I got nothing um, in the NFL. Yeah. Well, before we close out, then, if, if um, I want to say my piece, um, to those to the boxing aficionados who, um, you know, saw the Roy Jones Mike Tyson fight and know it was not a a per se clinic of uh, youth, youth, and amazing, you know, technical boxing and all those. Man, fuck all that. I was entertained by Roy Jones and Mike Tyson fighting this past Saturday. Um, it was a good event. Um, I, I, I could deal without some of the, the musical performances just because I wanted to get to the fight. Um, but, um, Man, I was thoroughly entertained. Um, I don't know how many legendary fights they could come up with after this, but I was thoroughly entertained by that fight. Um, I'm just speaking about that fight. Um, Snoop Dogg was classic. Classic in that event. Um, He needs to find a way to do more of that. And then lastly, the obvious, the elephant in the room, the uh, the memes around the world, Nate Robinson, my brother, my brother, who set us back a couple of years by getting knocked out by that YouTuber. Who was, you know, the better train? He's been doing it. He's fought professionally uh, once, and, uh, and dog to do, he fought, um, to my understanding. Um, shout out to the, uh, Paul, Jake Paul, whoever his name is. Um, but Nate Robinson got cleaned up quickly. So before I speak my piece, so 
Jake Paul is the dude that challenged AB. Is that AB? A- a- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the two funniest memes I saw since the fight, since Nate Robinson got you know his face to the canvas. Clean. The first Three times, meme, matter of fact. The first meme I saw was a video of TD Jakes doing a sermon. And in this sermon, he's saying, um, he's saying, get up, get up, get up. And all you see is T.D. Jakes doing his thing and they pan the camera away. And all you see is like Nate Robinson on the floor Uh knocked out. And the second meme that I saw that I I thought was pretty uh, unique was when he got knocked out by Jake. Um, the Sonic the Hedgehog rings were coming out of the screen. Yeah, yeah. So, so those those were the two that I saw that I was just like, oh man, he's doing my man's dirty. Or oh, and 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 deservedly so. Um, I I have seen tweets of him saying he's okay and you know things and you know I I, I guess there's nothing to do but to take it in stride. I mean, he got his ass whipped, but ain't no wasn't yeah. nothing to it. He got his ass whipped, so be a man and just you know take everything that come with it. Um, I hope he goes and trains. He's better for it if he decides to continue fighting. Um, with that being said, there is a Nate Robinson challenge. I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. But, I saw um, it trending, but I didn't know yeah, exactly what it was. It's just a, it's a whole bunch of people laid out, <laughs> just laying on their face. It, it, it's it's funny. One dude was on one dude laid was laid out on the escalator going up. It, it um mm. yeah, the internet is having fun with it. Um, yeah, the internet yeah. is having fun with it. Um, I heard he got back on social media though, like almost not immediately after the fight, but I guess yeah. like the same time frame. Yeah, and yeah. Just was having fun okay. with everybody, and yeah. you know, it's like hey, yeah. all's good. I'm well. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I got my yeah. ass knocked out, but hey, yeah. he's still here. He's still here, right? I just yeah, hope. I hope he trains. If he's going to do it again, I hope he just hope he trains better. Yeah. Now I, he uh, he trained prior to I guess no, the I mean, whole COVID stuff, better. right? No, no, no. I mean, train better. I mean, yeah, because no, 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 no I know what you're saying. I'm, yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, he's yeah he's been training. Okay, he's been okay. doing it. Yeah, he's okay. been to my understanding. He's been boxing for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I don't know because. If you saw any, if you saw any of it besides him getting knocked out, his whole approach to um to fighting was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like he was he was charging. He didn't have his hands up majority of the fight. Like yeah. it was it was bad. It was it was a bad showing. If you're talking about tech, technical boxing, and I guess you ain't really expecting these dudes to be technical boxers. But I tell you what, Jay Paul after knocking him out, then dropped freestyles. Um, because <laughs> he, he does music as well. Yeah, Bam put out a freestyle uh, Monday. Um, pictures of surfacing of him uh having a Nate Robinson jersey on with the uh designer shoes on. Like like they they he he taking it to the bank. He damn sure taking it to the bank. Hmm. Okay. He taking that. He taking and that. I, and I saw to that the bank. he got knocked down. Um, maybe it was the second time Nate got knocked down. And got back up, and then that's when he just, you know, caught the caught the right hook to the to the face. Um, yeah, um, I, I guess he's got to, you know, work on his technique, man. He um, got to work on being a boxer if he's going to continue to do it. I mean, you know, um, until until all these 
pundits time about he was brave getting in the ring. I'm not denying he was that he was brave getting into the ring, but not just shut up. Like that's, that's too it's, simple. It's too simple. To yeah, say. like yeah, like no. It's let's be clear. It's it's a thing to say, but let's be clear. He got into the ring. Mm-hmm. He got into the ring. So amateur, professional, whatever he did, he got into the ring. He knew what he was doing. Right. After he steps into the ring, everything that comes after that comes after that. We don't, it, it, you know what I'm saying? When we see people getting knocked out on hood videos and all that, we laugh all just the same. Um, There's no need to protect this grown ass man for losing an ass fight. Yeah, I gotta say like, like, about, stop being so sensitive. I gotta say something about Snoop because I've said for the longest that Monday Night Football gotta find a way to get this guy in the booth because this, I mean, no matter what Snoop puts his hands on, whether it's the cooking show, music, television, um, anything, this guy is gold when he puts his hands towards something and I'm just waiting for that next opportunity. And it doesn't just have to be football. I mean, he, he did it with boxing. He was very entertaining throughout the night. Um, still popping with, um, you know, doing the football. I guess it's football. He's still doing that. And, yeah. man, I'm I'm just I'm just waiting for that next opportunity, man. Uh has got to be the greatest entertainer ever. Um, He's up there. He's up yeah, there. Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll throw Jamie Foxx in that mix, but Snoop is definitely up there. Yeah. 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 And look out for DC Young Fly. If you're talking about greatest ever, entertainers ever, this nigga DC Young Fly does everything. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everything. Like, this nigga plays drums. This nigga dances, sings, raps, <laughs> comedy, acting. I was like, say, he was in uh, Little Rel's uh, short-lived sitcom. I remember yeah. that. That, so, that nigga yeah. does. That nigga does everything. So if, if you're talking about great entertainers ever, that like he might be, he, he might be one of those on the way. No doubt, no doubt. But I'm good, man. I'm good. Man. No doubt, no doubt. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, Big Cat Three Hundred Three, we appreciate you. Uh, shout out to everybody listening to the show. Uh, make sure you guys catch us on social media platforms. That's Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on Twitter at uh, Barbershop SPOR2. Also, we've got the Facebook page. we got the YouTube channel. Um, also, you can find our podcast on these platforms. we got iHeartRadio. we got Spotify. we got Amazon Music. we got Google Play Podcasts. And we're also on Apple Podcasts as well. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at barbershopsbookstalk1 at gmail.com. So, uh, Maestro, if you got nothing else, man, uh, I'm about to head on downstairs and call it a night. I'm hungry, man. I got to eat something. Word, word. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back next week to talk some uh, <laughs> Ravens and Steelers. Hopefully they get this game in tomorrow. Peace out, folks. One yep. love. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. 
Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart.